Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up out of bed to pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verses 68 to 79. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for God has looked favorably upon God's people and redeemed them. God has raised up a mighty Savior for us in the house of his servant David. As God spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we would be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. Thus God has shown the mercy promised to our ancestors and has remembered God's holy covenant. The oath that God swore to our ancestor Abraham to grant us that we, being rescued from the hands of our enemies, might serve God without fear and holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins. By the tender mercy of our God, the dawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. Malachi, chapter 3, verses 13 to 18. You have spoken harsh words against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, how have we spoken against you? You have said it is vain to serve God. What we do, we profit by keeping his command or by going about as mourners before the Lord of hosts. Now we count the arrogant happy. Evildoers not only prosper, but when they put God to the test, they escape. Then those who revered the Lord spoke with one another. The Lord took note and listened, and a book of remembrance was written before him those who revered the Lord and thought on his name. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, my special possession on the day when I act, and I will spare them as parents spare their children who serve them. Then once more you shall see the difference between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve God. Philippians chapter 1 verses 18 to 26. What does it matter? Just this, that Christ is proclaimed in every way, whether out of false motives or true, and in that I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, for I know that through your prayers and the help of the Spirit of Jesus Christ this will turn out for my deliverance. It is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be put to shame in any way, but that by my speaking with all boldness Christ will be exalted now as always in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me, and I do not know which I prefer. I am hard-pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that is far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue all with all of you for your progress and joy in faith 
so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. Here ends the reading. Last night I got an email um, that reminded me why a lot of vets uh, really can't stand civilians. Um, it may just be the other veterans that um, I find myself surrounded by, um, but it is definitely has informed why this podcast is for wretches and scamps and people um, that society has kind of rejected. And in, uh, through martial hermeneutic, that's the grunt. That's the, the guy or the gal who only knows how to take orders. That everybody likes to shit on because shit rolls downhill. But at the end of the day, everybody wants to be like. It's not all that dissimilar to the early martyrs. Stephen, the first martyr, um, took this job that the, the cool guys didn't want. You know, the, taking care of the tables. Settling disputes between the Hellenic Jews and the, the uh, Hebrew Jews in the Book of Acts, and as soon as he takes this job that nobody wants, he's killed in odium, fide, and hatred of the faith, and becomes the first martyr. We've had his feast day not too long ago, um, and his email. Um, yeah, nothing needs to be said about it other than that. It reminded me why. Um, my interest and my emphasis and my heart is on those per- there's people in the military who are at the bottom rung um, who lack the desire or the social skills and compromises to climb that ladder I don't know if I'm one of those people or not um, but it definitely in Malachi just in Malachi and uh, the continuing passage from Philippians, which is Paul's letter to veterans. Um, it, it's a reminder, uh, scripture and the way civilians act can be a reminder that um, it's not uncommon for uh, men and women in the military of low social status to uh, sympathize with a civilian, Paul, um, saying quite openly, I'm hard-pressed between living and dying. What I really want to do is leave and, you know, go to this better world. And I think that sentiment fuels no shortage of suicides, wanting to leave this cruel world and people that um, only want to tell you what you are, um, only want to see you in ways um, that are um, dehumanizing to see you as a threat, to see you as a liability, not as an asset. Um, it's common and not un, unheard of at all to speak within veteran circles about, I can't stand this. And sometimes I think about how much better it would be to just not be here anymore. And so Paul just comes out and says, um, I don't know which is better. Um, living as Christ and dying 
however it is that I die is to gain. Um, Certainly some soldiers and veterans struggle with being a burden upon their families. Um, And they may feel as though it's their family's gain to die. Um, Sometimes they think it's their own gain to die. If we really believe these things we say about the lost and the least and people who see their only option um, not being truly themselves, um, the option of living into who they are and finding human dignity in their own status and and, uh, dwelling place in life, um, that they, they suspect that God will hear their pain and even if they take their own lives, that it may not forfeit their, um, their hope or their, the idea that maybe they'll be with God. Um, and I don't know, maybe this first week of this podcast, this, this reading and this set of circumstances is for me. I mean, that's what I said I was doing this podcast for. That's who I said I was doing this podcast for. Um, if you've felt some semblance of um, connection, if there's something that I've shared or that the readings have sparked in you, I hope you'll you'll keep listening. Um, the podcast will not be aired over the weekend. Saturday is a day of rest, and Sundays belong to the Lord. Um, in a future episode, I'll explain why the weekday readings are... Um, the, the most fitting for this podcast are the scraps that are left after all the good pieces of scripture are taken for the Sundays um, and I'm reminded and I'll close here with the, the Syrophoenician woman who uh, perhaps in the only place in the entire Bible challenged God and, and shamed God um, the son of God um, by saying don't, don't forget me because don't you know even the dogs eat the scraps from the table, that fall from the table. Um, if you've come to, to feed um, your people, um, that if you neglect the alien and the immigrant who are hiding from you under the, under the table, at your feet, on the ground, on their bellies, um, what kind of God are you? Here ends the reflection. Prayer for those who suffer for the sake of conscience in the Book of Common Prayer. O God, our Father, whose Son forgave his enemies while he was suffering shame and death, strengthen those who suffer for the sake of conscience. When they are accused, save them from speaking and hate. When they are rejected, save them from bitterness. When they are imprisoned, save them from despair. And to us, your servants, give grace to respect their witness and to discern the truth, that our society may be cleansed and strengthened. This we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our merciful and righteous judge. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. 
You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia. Mm